0: Side of the levee, where the wall would be constructed, said Jeremy Bernard, Riverbend's general manager whose father and uncle own the resort. If the wall were to be built following its existing path along the levee, 70% of the 319 acre resort would be relegated to a sort of no man's land between the levee and the natural border of the Rio Grande River, he said. My goal would be to get Trump out to play the course, appealing to the golf course owner and business side of him and say, Look, what would you do? Barnard said. Seven of our holes are on the Rio Grande. You can hit your ball into Mexico, and it comes back into the United States. The beauty that comes with that, the natural landscape, 30-year-old oak trees, this is not a Walmart that I could just go reproduce on any other corner. Barnard, who voted for Trump, said he does not want to fight the Trump administration. We realize it's a security issue. We are willing to work with them, he said. But we are not just going to hand over our land and say, here you go. Thus far, the government has yet to approach the family about the land, even when it does, Barnard plans to convey the cooperative relationship the club has developed with Border Patrol and immigration officials in the past two years. When his family first took over the club, Barnard said, he would witness narcotics activity daily. There's been a dramatic decrease in drug trafficking since the club hired a full-time security guard and cleared the riverbanks of weeds, where drug runners hid. Border Patrol also uses the club's boat ramp to launch patrol boats and protect the river. It's not like if you build a wall, your problem is gone, Barnard said. We need more boots on the ground, more boats, more sensors, more drones that would be more efficient and more productive. It remains an open question how much sympathy Trump would have for Barnard's situation, or that of any other private landowner standing in the way of Trump's wall. As a developer, Trump has wielded the power of eminent domain to make way for his properties. In Scotland, he pursued compulsory purchase to force neighbors out of their homes for the Trump International Golf Links near Aberdeen. When that didn't work, he built a five-foot-tall wooden fence then tried to make his neighbors pay for it. Trump also famously tried seizing the property of an elderly Atlantic City widow to make way for a limousine parking lot for his hotel and casino. He has a consistent history supporting the use of eminent domain and praised the 2005 Supreme Court decision denounced widely by conservatives. That said, the government could force property owners to sell their land to make way for private economic developments that benefit the public. I happen to agree with it 100%, Trump said during a 2005 Fox News interview. If you have a person living in an area that's not even necessarily a good area and government wants to build a tremendous economic development where a lot of people are going to be put to work and create thousands upon thousands of jobs and beautification and lots of other things, I think it happens to be good. Trump reiterated his support more recently, calling eminent domain wonderful in a 2015 Fox News interview when you need a house in a certain location because you're going to build this massive development that's going to employ thousands of people. In Germany, right-wing violence flourishing amid surge in online hate by Anthony Faola and Stephanie Kirchner. In the Washington Post World Section, I'm Sam Scholl. The 66-year-old conspiracy theorist and former tour guide was undoubtedly eccentric. He dressed in public like an ancient druid and occasionally traversed his southern German town by Segway. He accessorized his robe with a wooden spear. Yet the recent arrest of the German Druid highlights the real-world dangers posed by those propagating a global barrage of online hate. Public attention may be focused on Islamist extremists, but in Germany, just as in the United States, where three Indians were recently attacked and Jewish centers and mosques have become the targets of bomb threats, right-wing violence driven by hate is emerging as a far more widespread threat. On his account on VKontakte, a sort of Russian version of Facebook, Burkhard Bangert, raged that he wanted to annihilate Jews and Muslims. He shared an image of the Star of David with text inside calling for the killing of journalists, cops, and bankers. He also expressed beliefs shared by the Reichsburgers, an expanding movement in Germany with uncanny similarities to so-called sovereign citizens groups in the United States. Its followers reject the legitimacy of the federal government, seeing politicians and bureaucrats as usurpers. Prosecutors say Bangert's rage went further than rhetoric, a growing risk, experts say, as fringe thinking and incitement to hate goes mainstream in the West. After authorities seized illegal weapons from his home, they charged Bangard and a network of five accomplices with allegedly plotting attacks on police officers, Jewish centers, and refugee shelters. It's an international phenomenon of people claiming there are conspiracies going on, people with an anti-Semitic worldview who are also against Muslims, immigrants, and the federal government, said John Rathje a project leader at the Amadou Antonio Foundation, which studies right-wing violence. We've reached a point where it's not just talk, he continued. This kind of thinking is turning violent. Few places are more sensitive to right-wing violence than Germany, a nation where anti-Semitic hate became the driver of the Nazi ideology that eventually led to the Holocaust. Yet even